Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This is Sheffield Live. You are listening to The Squeak. Taking an alternative look at the week's news. I see you when I close my eyes. And chatting nonsense. Plus, finding the very best new local music. Gotta tell you, my love, it's easy. Sundays from 2pm on Sheffield Live 93.2 FM. Or listen online or subscribe to the podcast on iTunes by searching for The Squeak. Follow and tweet us on Twitter at The Squeak or like and comment at facebook.com slash The Squeak. Gentlemen, your hosts, Luke Crofts and James Hargreaves. Yeah, good afternoon and welcome to Sheffield on 93.2 FM. This is The Squeak with me, Luke Crofts. And I'm James Hargreaves. Hope you're well out there. Hope you had a nice bonfire night, whatever you were doing. I did, I'm still drunk from it. Yes, I can smell the <laughs> ale. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah. You had a good time, though? Yeah, a very good time. I'm uh, still topping up. Well. Yeah, well. Just have topped up. You've just been for a drink in the showroom, haven't you? Well, I had to wait for you, so I had to go for a quick drink in the showroom. Obviously, had to, yeah, forced. It actually has made me feel so much better. Really? Yeah. Oh, well, that's good then. So I I think I was ready to just crash and burn about half an hour ago. (laughs) Oh, dear. That bad? Yes, indeed. But a very good night was had, and you had a good night as well, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. We we were see so you weren't you weren't with us this time, but we uh, mm-hmm. we were around at um, our friend Dave and Joe's and Faith's, and we had um, we had the, the normal plethora of fireworks. And uh, didn't you have chilly. enough for like a full display, like at Battersea Power Station or London, like like it, you had last night? It was a ridiculous amount of fireworks, a ridiculous amount of fireworks. But you know, good good display. Um, only thing is, the neighbours two doors down were also doing a firework display. Okay. So it was like, you know, double the amount of fireworks. Well, where we were, we were virtually in the middle of nowhere, somewhere between kind of uh, Wortley and um, Deep Car and Stocksbridge. And kind of, uh, we went up on a hill and we could see right down into the valley and everybody's houses. It look, looks great, you know, like the, the uh, village scape at night with all the lights on and stuff. And the, we just saw all the fireworks, all the fireworks from everyone. It was great. <laughs> it was like our own big display. Fireworks are pretty cool, though, aren't they? They are nice. I, I get a bit uh, disappointed with them sometimes. I think. All right. I just, just think. That you, you, you forget how how not very good they actually are. Yeah. Some of them. Catherine wheels are the biggest disappointment. I, I find. Oh yeah, they're just like a damp squib, aren't they? Just like we go around a couple of times. And yeah. Well, the one, the one that we had um, didn't even do anything. Right. Okay. Didn't even set off properly, so that was a disappointment anyway. Um, but there were a few occasions where we'd put the rockets in and they didn't take off. 
Right. So the fuse lit. They didn't go into the air. They just exploded. Wow. I felt like I was in Saving Private Ryan because I got the <laughs> I got the you know where you just hear the high pitched buzz. Yes. Yeah. So it was Sweet. it was basically just an explosion in the garden. Yeah. I, I once uh, was lighting fireworks. This is quite a few years ago now with, with my sister and uh, like my nephews and nieces and stuff and. Uh, we were in the back garden, and for some reason, we were using like a milk bottle to put the rockets in to set them off. And you know, like you get those little plastic things that go into the ground now. Yes, I know why they exist now <laughs> because because I lit it, walked away from it, and the milk bottle then tipped over and pointed the rocket straight at me as oh, I was walking no. away. And uh, suddenly, it was pointed at the house, the back of the house we were at. Everybody was stood there, so everybody just scrambled inside or down the general and stuff. <laughs> what happened then? Uh, it went off and <laughs> kind of just exploded in front of everyone's faces. Fantastic. Fireworks right. are dangerous. Yes, they are. They are indeed. They are indeed. Which, if you think about it, right, how many times do you think, or, or how often do you think that the fire service got called out last night? Oh, God. <laughs> I dread to think. I dread to think. I've got stats for New Zealand, so that was in the news this morning. (laughs) (laughs) Because that's relevant. Yeah. Uh, In New Zealand, the fire service was called last night every 19 seconds. Jesus, that's ridiculous. Yes, my child. Um, Yeah, uh, so I feel for the the fire service, to be honest. Have you seen all the videos of, like, the fireworks going off in the street and the kids pointing them at, like... Buildings and people. Been a, yeah, there's been a big focus around kids getting all the fireworks. There was a video on online where kids were just letting them off in the middle of the road, and police couldn't get out and sort it because they were firing them at police vans and all sorts. Yeah, oh, absolute scummers. Mm, indeed. But we hope you had a good time and a safe time. And um, I brought us a mince pie each. I can hear you chewing on it. <laughs> They're not supposed to be chewy, are they? Oh, ooh, this looks like a nice. Mince it's homemade. Pie. That one. Um, yeah, it's almost Christmas, mm-hmm. and the Christmas, well, it's not almost Christmas, but the Christmas adverts are now starting to filter through, and mince pies are in the shop, so I'm happy. Mm-hmm. I've not seen a John Lewis advert yet this year. I think it's too early. No, because on my Facebook memories for today, it had my parody version of the John Lewis Christmas advert so, ah, from last right. year, so it must have been released oh, okay. by now last year. Well, I know Sainsbury's always wait until, because it's normally Sainsbury's versus John Lewis in it in the battle. Mm. Um, Sainsbury's normally wait until um, Armistice stays out of the way mm. um, Out of sense. respect yeah, yeah, out of respect And they don't decorate any of the stores or anything like that So maybe this time uh, this time next week We will have seen the, the Christmas ads let's, let's have a guess What do you think the John Lewis advert's going to be this year? Well I'm sure it won't be an old paedophile man <laughs> This year <laughs> Sat on a bench Judging by the feedback <laughs> from last year Just Sat on a bench with a telescope Looking into a child's bedroom mm. Who knows they usually align themselves to some charity, don't they? Yeah. So it'll have some charity thing. Well, normally, Sainsbury's is the um, the poppy appeal. All right. So they give the they give the proceeds to um, eating on the radio. Is, <laughs> it doesn't work, does it? It's not ideal. Oh well. Um. Mm. So yeah. Was it Help the Aged that John Lewis did last year? I can't remember. I think it was. That's why it was an old man sat on a bench. There's normally some merch that you can buy, and then that goes towards the mm. charity. Um, but anyway, music today. We've got um, some from Desperate Journalists. We've got Types, um, Hands Off Gretel, and Coco featuring a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. Featuring Shola Armour. Do you remember Shola Armour? Oh, did he play for Newcastle? <laughs> <laughs> y- yes, yes. 
Sherla Ahmed, the, the R&B singer from the 90s. No. Probably would if I, if I saw a picture. Yeah, you would know her songs. But yeah, Coco featuring Sherla Ahmed and Deep Green, which I think has uh, slipped into my favourite songs of the moment. Really? Yeah. Awesome. I look forward it, it to playing that. It's very, then. very good. It's kind of I've had it on repeat this week. Oh well, there you go. Well, that's coming up later on in the show. We've got um, we've got announcements, haven't we? Because uh, well, yeah, <laughs> we're going to be doing. Uh, I've just realised I can't I can't say why. She's probably not listening anyway. So it doesn't matter. But the uh, <laughs> we're going to be doing some extended shows, aren't we? Yeah. From indeed. next week, is it? It's from the week after, isn't is it? Is it the week after? Yeah. I don't know. Next week will will be our uh, year anniversary. Did you know that? Oh, will it? Yeah. So next week... Oh, I didn't know that. But what we'll do is the week after, have a three-hour spectacular instead. Um, Right, have we decided that we're going to definitely do three hours then? Oh, yeah, we may as well. Really? Yeah. Let's let's just plough through. Yeah. Uh, Put off all the listeners (laughs) when when we're talking about nonsense. and Well, that's just our show anyway, isn't it? Yeah, to be honest, yeah. (laughs) But we're going to have some guests, aren't we? Yes, Um, indeed. So it's not next week, it's the week after. I, I believe it was so. next week. I, th- I think it's a week after. Well, we'll find out later. Apparently, we're a pair of idiots for eating on the radio, and it sounds right funny. Is that Carl Maloney? That's actually Joanne. Oh. Bless her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, well, you know, I, I just can't resist a mince pie. And as per usual, the Sheffield Live website's down, so people can't listen online unless they get, like, the tune-in app or something. Oh, um, there's the link that works, and I'll find it. We'll have, uh, we'll have the first song, so we'll have... Um, Desperate journalist. What a tune! This is this is great. These uh, these are a southern lot, but they've been in Sheffield quite a bit, and they're one of those bands that you look at, you know, when you see live. They're just amazing. Like a bit like the Smiths. You put the wrong song on, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've done it wrong. <laughs> I wondered why. I wondered why it was a woman that started singing. It was me trying to talk over the long intro, <laughs> and then some somebody starts some imbecile. Yeah. That was a test just to make sure that you weren't still inebriated. Yeah. Well done, you've passed. But that actually, because I could very slightly hear it in my headphones, it didn't sound like the song that we got queued up for that track. But well, never mind. One side of the headphones working as per. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, these are amazing. They're very good live. They're a bit like the Smiths with a female lead kind of thing. So We've played them before. And I believe that hopefully they're going to be coming back to Sheffield early in the new year. So look out for that. Indeed. Um... We will get the link out to you so you can listen if you're not already listening. Yeah. This is Desperate Journalist. (laughs) They'll not know. Doesn't matter, does it?
Max Chance Show is now at a new time. 5 to 6 p.m. Tuesdays. Hear unusual music and comedy. Ray has tweeted in, says she's totally in love with this woman, not the one that was just doing the guttural chanting thing, but <laughs> but Joe from Desperate Journalist, who was singing on that last track, Hollow, uh, she says she's mesmerising to watch live, and I completely agree, they are an amazing live band. So where can uh, where can they listen to more of their stuff? Are they on Spotify and all they're, that? Or? They're on all the usual outlets, iTunes, Spotify, uh, go and give them a like on Facebook as well. Uh, they are a, a top top band. Awesome, awesome. Um, just while we're talking about um, you know local music and all that, being a local music show, yeah. Or as much as we try to. Just be, just anyway. before we go into that, can I just say right? You didn't know what I was going to say, or maybe you did. No, I don't, I don't know. I was going completely off tack. <laughs> right? Can okay. I just say the toilets here at Sheffield Live stink. Right, I've just I've just been into the toilets. That's because you just come come out of them. No, it's like <laughs> it's like. Do you remember? You might not know. Remember West Street Live's toilets, where you used to oh. go in and after like hold your breath before you went in. Okay, so this is the new toilet segment, by the way. Um, <laughs> worst toilets. Where are the worst toilets? It used to be West Street Live. Oh, green sure. green rooms up there. Green room has to be up there. Yeah. Um, let's think. Bungalows and bears, not because it's a smelly or horrible toilet, but because... The whole place smells like a toilet. Well, the whole place does stink. I think they just have, like, stale beer in the carpet or something in there. Um, but in, I thought in the it was toilets, a wooden floor, wasn't it? No, they've got a big carpet in there. Oh, wow. Um, but in the toilets in there, they have speakers that make noises. And, like, every so often you'll hear some kind of whispering or something. It's weird. Oh. Yeah. Well, let us know. Tweet us in. Which, which are the worst toilets you've ever been to? Um, we'll we'll come back to it later in the I, show. I once went into the toilets at a rocking chair. It was when October Drift first played there. And I went into the toilet. All right. Opened the uh, the cubicle door, took one look, ended up having to get my phone out to take a picture because it was that bad. <laughs> and then I noped straight out of there. I was like, nope, <laughs> nope, not going in there. I'm going to hold it in. It's funny, you know, because um, I used to go to Asda Barnsley as part of my old job. And the, the, there was always a massive turd in one of the toilets. <laughs> Every time I would go, somebody's done a massive turd. And I don't understand what how. The phantom turd person. Honestly, it was huge. It was like <laughs> an elephant or something. <laughs> it was a very, very large man that had been in. But, I mean, God. Oh, just ridiculous. And I'd cop for it every time. And I had to do the same. Maybe, right. maybe somebody just really didn't like you and, and I, knew I'm, when you were going to go in. I just, I'm, I'm just wondering if it might have been the same turd that nobody would would be prepared to. to didn't you ever flush try away? and flush it or something? No, or, or did you just didn't go anywhere near the yeah. toilet. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Anyway, I hope you're enjoying your lunch. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, nice beef Wellington. Oh, lovely. Um, so yeah, we'll just while we were on, we'll we'll take we, it back to local. We were music. talking about local music. Uh, you were lucky enough to be involved in the uh, Rate Good Music podcast, which is out now Indeed. on iTunes and uh, uh, not Acast, is it? It is on Acast. It yeah. is on Acast yeah, now. Yeah. They, 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 they banned it because in it was Carl Maloney, but yeah. now he's changed the name to Rate Good Music. They've allowed it. So you don't know it's him. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> um, yeah, you you had the good fortune of um, of doing the Rate Good Music podcast. 
Yes, yeah, it, it was fun. Um, we've got a tune from that coming up, actually, which is Types. That's on just, the just a bit podcast. of constructive criticism. Yeah. Too much music. <laughs> More talking. Oh, too much music on that music podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, it didn't give you much time to speak, really, did it? No, there isn't much time to speak between those tracks. No. It's basically just like... That's what it's all about. It's about just promoting uh, local and, and not so local music as well. Similar to what we do, so we, we work together hand in hand on yeah. that, that respect. Yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, it's, it's good to listen to. So if you're on iTunes or Acast or whatever, do a search for Rate Good Music, R-E-Y-T-G-O-O-D. Yeah, um, and... He did say that he spoke about me during the podcast. Yeah. Well, he actually said disgust, and I don't, I don't think it qualifies as a discussion. It was basically <laughs> okay. just Luke's the oldest man that I know, under 30, yeah. and you just went, yeah. Anyway, and that was it. The, the oldest young man. In, you so, are the oldest young man in the world. Yeah, but you could have said other things. It wasn't a discussion. When he said, oh, yeah, we discussed blah, 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 and Luke Craft. No, oh, you don't. I didn't want you, to just, into, you basically just slagged me off. didn't want to get into a realm of really upsetting you by discussing other things. <laughs> well, yeah, I suppose, I suppose it depends, you know, every cloud and all that. Yeah. Maloney has just tweeted us in as well, and uh, he does say the worst toilets were in the Casbah. Uh, he did several loads on broken bowls. And mucky surroundings. Um, yes, the Casbah. My memory of the Casbah toilets Kasbar. was they were always flooded. So if you went downstairs, because the toilets were downstairs, I think they had some upstairs later on. But as you went downstairs to go into the uh, main room downstairs, uh, when you got to the bottom of the stairs where the toilets were, you basically had to wade through like three inches of toilet water to get into the room. No, oh, not ideal. No, but you were so drunk that you didn't really mind. I liked it in the Casbah as it's well. It's sad. Have you seen the pictures this week? It's uh, it's all being demolished. Is it? Yeah, they're well, gutting it out at the minute. It should have been demolished something like five years ago to make way for the new retail quarter, but just never never happened. I, I did laugh at, uh, at somebody's comment on one of the pictures of the de- demolition because it shows the Casbah sign still, and then... Um, the uh, demolition truck going through and like ripping the walls out from the side, and somebody's comment was, "The toilets in there were demolished in the nineties." <laughs> yeah, so probably by Carl Maloney. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you enjoying reading? Yeah, I was just yeah just looking at Twitter. Um, so, James, do you watch First Dates? No, I can't say I do. You understand the premise though? They yes. Basically, yeah. put people together um, on a blind date, film it, and then. See how it goes, pretty much. Yeah. Well, um, there was a there was a first date, um, and they were they were quite old. These these people, um, they were like in the seventies or eighties. Um, and uh, w- what they do is they put them together, and then they give you like a they show you the date, and then afterwards it comes back and say, oh, they've done this and they've done this, okay. and it said, oh, they've gone for a nice meal and blah blah blah, and it turns out it's all it's all fake. Um, the producers had to pay. Um, for uh, it was John and Lynn, um, two two um, people in their eighties, and they basically the producers are paid for his trip and orchestrated it all. And she she's a she's a blogger now, um, and comedian. And she said, no, basically it's a lot of rubbish. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was one thing that that made me laugh because I always said, when they get in the taxi at the end and ferry them off, they've still got the microphones on. Yeah, and I said, I bet they just get out when they're off, out of shot. Of and she do. said, they do. She said, yeah, they don't even pay for your taxi. It takes you about a yard, and then you have to make your own way home. So, wow. Any any of you Amazing. that are um, first dates fans, just be aware it's all a load of uh, most reality TV is. Yeah, a lot of orchestrated. 
The the um, apparently the scenes in the Apprentice, you know, where they leave to uh, get fired and then they walk out and go into the taxi. Oh, that's that. pre-filmed, isn't yeah. it? That, yeah, that's all pre-filmed. Yeah, it's yeah. all just all reality TV should be banned forevermore, and everybody should be able to watch nice factual programs that actually do some decency for people and educate and inform. Is this squeak not informative <laughs> enough for you, James? Uh, well, no. I, I like to think that we are very informative. For instance, our listeners now know that the Sheffield Live toilets really smell. <laughs> yeah, just what you want to know, really. Indeed. This is Types. Combination one. Good tune. Well, this is riding on my bike. Types. Yeah. You can uh, hear that on the Rate Good Music podcast, which I feature on and Luke doesn't, so it's worth listening to. 
Uh, I, I think I'd, I think I'd want to talk more if I was involved. To be honest, yes, yeah. Well, I, I think I like that. It's like uh, Mr. Peep's podcast. The guy from Manchester that does a music podcast, and it it is all about the music. So you kind of know what you're getting with it. It's just an introduction to the band and spreading the word and spreading the love. And um, yeah, I think me and Carl just talk, spoke ten seconds of nonsense between the songs on that. To rate good music podcast. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Go and listen to it. That's the message. Um, now then, it's been in the news this week. We've never really stopped talking about it, um, but um, the decision to leave the EU um, has been challenged in the High Court, and the UK government's actually lost. So now Parliament must vote on whether the UK can start the process of um, leaving EU. Activating Article 50. Sorry, somebody's just blown the horn. I don't know if you yeah, heard that in the background. I did, I did hear that from... I hope there hasn't been a, a road traffic collision. Um, in the, in the, and if you're listening... <laughs> I, I hope we haven't. Open. How, how no, loud was that horn? Triple bloody glazing, yeah. So if you, if you are involved in an accident, I hope it wasn't us. Um, uh, so, yeah, what, what do you make of it, James? I, um, I find this utterly bizarre because, of course, it should go through a vote in Parliament. Of course it should. Even... Even though it's been out to the people, this is the argument, the people have voted on it so the government should act, but that's not the way the law works. It still has to go through an act of parliament to be able to do that. And ironically, the people that voted for Brexit voted for on the basis that we get our sovereignty power back and we can vote for, uh, our parliament votes for what uh, our country's interests are. Yeah. And now the High Court has said, yeah, that's exactly what you should do about Article 50. 50. Under the constitution of the land, which is no surprise, it's been there for years. I, I don't know why this is such a surprise to people. It's Of course it should go to a parliamentary vote. Well... Um, the the Brexit legal challenger uh, Gina Miller, she's been popping up on uh, different different shows. She's had a clash with Nigel Farage, um, believe it or believe it not. Um, but she she was arguing with um, somebody else on Channel Four, so you're probably going to see quite a bit of her. Um, but the P- Prime Minister um, Theresa May has insisted that the government is is just getting on with the process. Yeah, well, it's it's completely stuffed her time frames up because she said that she was going to trigger it by. Was it April next year um, or March? Well, she, she, by the end of mid to late 2019, the process will have finished. But yeah. it take, you know, it doesn't happen overnight, does it? But but now it's got to go to a parliamentary vote, which is going to like stuff those time frames up. Mm. And you know, if she, if she could unilaterally put it through herself, then basically she could trigger it without uh, any kind of benefit to the country. She could trigger it and say, right, we're just leaving and not doing absolutely anything. We're not going to be involved in any trade negotiations with anybody, blah, blah. So that's why the parliamentary process is in place so that they can vote based on the facts of how we're going to handle coming out of the EU. Millions of people have lost weight with personalised plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
Alright, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Well, Sc- Scott Cirillo's tweeted in. Um... <laughs> and I should have read it before I mentioned it tweeted in <laughs> it's a good one it's a good one yeah but I voted Brexit but only because I thought it was a breakfast cereal bit annoyed now if I'm honest changed some of the words there <laughs> does, does sound like a bit of a breakfast I'm annoyed that something so important was given just a, a sound bite like that because people voted for a sound bite at the end of the day it's like the word I used Brexit. to do a radio show called Soundbites. Did you? Yeah, nothing to do with Brexit. Did you talk a lot on it? Yes. It was basically... Did you, did you not have too much music? Basically, no. We all, So it was just moving away from Brexit. It was it was myself, Danny Pietnik, who we've had on the show, Dale Lefebvre we've had on the show, and yeah. John Hemmingham uh, of the England band. And uh, we all used to bring in a selection of music each, and then we'd play all of it. So Dale's was, you know, quite out there and eccentric. Danny focused more sort of like acoustic. I was a bit of everything, and John uh, was just whatever was in the glove box of his Mercedes. Probably some classic Mercedes kind of uh, obscure 80s synth band or something. Yeah, it seemed to be a lot of Dex's Midnight Runners, if I remember. (laughs) Gino and all that. Good songs, I quite enjoyed. Right, l- listen to Gino, right? Just just listen to it objectively and try to work out what the heck he's saying in the verses. Um, he's very up and down. He's very high pitched in that, isn't he? It, you cannot. I I refuse to believe that they are words. Well, if you can go onto the worldwide internet and find any of the old uh, soundbite shows, I apologise. Um, <laughs> but just getting back onto Brexit, um, Andrew. Um, Davies, who is the um, leader of the Welsh Conservative Party, had this closing remark at the Conservative Party conference, and it's 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 just marvellous. Oh, I've got my uh, sound turned off. Hold on a minute. Wow. Let me start that again. <laughs> Bloody hell. I, I'm the semi-drunk one. Yeah, that's it. Mark, mark my words, he says. Mark my words. We will make breakfast. Brexit a success. Yes, breakfast. Yes. Now, in my eyes, breakfast should always be a success. Is that where Scottarillo's got it from? There's maybe, a breakfast cereal. Maybe. Um, Carmelo has tweeted in just while we're mentioning Danny Pietnik. He's playing the Frog and Parrot on Thursday. Oh, what? Yeah. Nice one. 8 pm, Thursday the 10th of November. Oh, with Chessman and Matt Adelphi London as well. So get yourself down to that. So what do you think is going to uh, just back onto Brexit then while we finish this one? Oh, do we what, have to? What do you th- well, what do you think is going to happen? Um, James well, Hargreaves, well, political uh, it's, it has been voted future for. teller. It's, it's been voted for, so we have to respect the wishes of the people that the Act of Parliament thing is determining how and when we go through that process. So it's, it's not that Parliament is going to necessarily block it, it's that it's going to make sure it's in the best interest for everybody in the way it's done and the time frames. Okay. Wow, that got a bit deep. It did. And uh, I'm sure... Um, uh, you're you're hoping that the show's ending soon. I actually thought it was because DJ Skis turned up early. That's because you asked him to last week, Luke. Cheeky, isn't it? Oh yes, I did, didn't I? Cheeky, isn't yeah. it? 
<laughs> hello, <laughs> hello, ski. How are you? <laughs> yeah, we brought you a mince pie, but James eating them both. <laughs> I've had one. And we know you don't like him. We know you don't like him anyway. Um, so, piece of foil. Kathy's we better have the carrot cake was awesome. Oh, it was. It was very nice. Leaving breathless, but I can't be. Leading by example, hardly. 
Gaining credit for Harley Making wishes I can't keep We swim in water so deep This is Sheffield Live Shola Ami Obi there <laughs> Shola Ami, I can't believe we can't remember Shola Ami um, I, I, I probably can, you know, I just can't picture her Yeah, well that, that is, that's really great I love that track So Coco featuring Shola Ami and Deep Green Waters to run deep Um Watched a documentary last night with Coco in it. All right. Um, when he went to Jamaica and he did, uh, we played before the song he did with Protégé uh, called Over Here. And Good. Yeah, the documentary's ace. It's, it's like he, he goes and meets kind of all his Jamaican family and stuff and uh, obviously meets Protégé. They go to a recording studio where Bob Marley recorded and stuff and like 19 minutes long. It's on uh, YouTube and stuff, I believe. Oh, well, check that out then. Yeah, Sounds pretty cool. Free to watch. Well, um, just while we're on, uh, you know, musical talents and you know, really influential ones like me. Well, I'm, I'm thinking more Bono. All <laughs> right, okay. Um, he's actually. When you say talent, did you substitute that for another word? <laughs> Maybe in your mind, <laughs> uh, James. Only mine. Um, no, I, he's been in the news this week um, for um, a slightly strange reason. You may have come across the story, but. He's actually been um, listed in Glamour magazine's Women Women of the Year list, but Makes he's not sense. he's not a woman. Um, it's for his uh, so he's the, he's the first man to be included on the list because of his campaigning for women's rights. Um, he said, "I'm sure I don't deserve it, but the battle for gender equality couldn't be won unless men led it along with women." So Glamour magazine have been criticised because obviously. He's been uh, listed in the annual Women Year of the, of the Year list. I'm I'm obviously not the target demographic of that, but I've never seen him do anything. Is there any kind of big things he's done for women's rights? Um, well, yeah, um, he's 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 done quite a lot with um, you know, poverty is sexist, and Bono making it clear that powerful men can take on the deep-rooted issues that you know all the, all the all the really interesting, right? I, I don't know. <laughs> you just, I know what I, I know just, what I want to say. Just trying to make words come I, out of I, your I, mouth. Yeah, um, can't, no, can't I, get I can't, the words out. I can't remember anything he's done for it, but I, I obviously probably wouldn't because <laughs> I'd love to listen back. By the way, to what I've just said, so I'm not even sure <laughs> if it made sense. I'm not sure it did. I, I couldn't follow you. Well, it, they've they launched the one campaign, haven't they? Yeah, which tackles all of these issues. So I think the work that they've done around the world, or he's done anyway, is probably why he's been. Oh yeah, it. did one, didn't he? So yeah. uh, around poverty and sexism and all that. Yeah. Um, so that's why. Oh, interesting. Do you think? Do you think it's bad that he's been, or do you just think it's it's a, well, a stand? It also comes back to. Did you see the the latest? Um, is it UN ambassador for women that they? They brought out last week, which was Wonder Woman. Oh yeah, and then there's that been a big, a big stink about that because it's not an actual woman. Well, and and she's you know quite scantily clad, and it's a it's an old opinion of how women were expected to look back in the day. Yeah, and obviously it's a fictitious character. Yeah, it's, but surely like it's something that young girls aspire to be, and aspire to be better and things like that obviously you can't be some kind of superhero that has like a magic whip but <laughs> uh, but no, no you can't that's true um, but sorry girls Bono isn't also isn't a woman of the year because he's a man he's, 
a man. And it's not something that women can aspire to be. Women can, young girls can aspire to be in the pop industry and make bland music. Uh, but I think uh, I think the message is about making a difference and making a stand. Yeah, yeah. Just a bit of a, a strange one. And let's face it, the people who make the lists, it's up to them who's on it. Who cares? Well, there's nothing to say or win. Is 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 that list of any point whatsoever? Is it going to change the world? Um, it might do if you're an avid an avid glamour magazine reader. Look at Time Magazine. You know, Time Magazine do the Person of the Year every yes. year. Yes. Uh, obviously, Hitler got it one year. Good old uh, Hitler was... Good old Adolf. Yeah. Um, in 2006, who do you think was Time Magazine's Person of the Year? Oh. Now, I'm going to I'm gonna hedge my bets and say Donald Trump. It wasn't. Well. It was you. What? It was you. To me? You, yeah. Oh, right. I don't remember that. I must have been out. <laughs> no, um, they did a thing where uh, the Time Magazine's Person of the Year was you, as in everybody, for contributing to... Um, like uh, the world, yeah, for online discussions and things like that. It's, it's when um, you know YouTube became popular, uh, was invented and became popular. It's when like comments forums and stuff became popular. So people having their word online and be able to be able to chat uh, and give their opinions and try and change the world that way. So uh, yeah, if you look at the Time Magazine Person of the Year for 2006, it was you. Well, any Glamour magazine readers out there, let us know what you think. But just while you're on the topic of online there, uh-huh. um, the internet's been plagued by a lot of uh, sort of hacks and scams yeah. recently. Um, and I, I, it made me think about, you know, passwords. A lot of people use fairly weak passwords, don't they? Yes. Um, and they've actually done a survey. Um, the Daily Mail's done it, in fairness, so... You know, probably some racist yeah, so the, passwords. This part of the show there. comes with a warning. Yeah. No, actually, no, it's fine, even for the Daily Mail. But um, there's a list that they've compiled of the the most commonly used weakest passwords, um, and they were compiled from a leaked Yahoo database. That was one of them that was... Okay. They covered that hack-up from, like, years ago, didn't yeah, they, before yeah. they told anybody. Um, so is it, is it something like uh, one, two, three, four, five? Uh, no, it's actually one, two, three, four, five, six. Oh, so six, right? Yeah, or qwerty. So, qwerty's on there, yeah. The uh, word password. The word password oh, is on there. Yeah, I'm good at this. This should form <laughs> part of the quiz that we're going to do later. Um, welcome. 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 That's an odd one. Yeah. Ninja. Uh, ABC one two three. Please tell me there's something to do with cats in there. Um, unless you call your cat princess. Yeah. Possibly sunshine. And then you've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, and then one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. So, any listeners, if you've got any of those passwords, just just change them. Yeah, just change them. I, I like when people have to change a password. You know, when a website forces you to change a password, or you just put a number on the you end. You just put a one and at the go end. up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the password. The password to get onto the manager's idea at my old job was Sizzle, and then it was Sizzle O One. Sizzle. Oh, great. I know where you used to work. I'm going to go and. And it just. It. There's nothing on there. <laughs> it just went up. Just went up and up. Um, so, yeah. Just be careful about your passwords. Because a lot of people use the same password for everything, don't they? And if you've got one yeah. password. You, sh- you shouldn't do nowadays. Because if one service gets hacked. Well, that's what I mean. You find your password out. Anybody that's. Anybody that's got. Anything. Yeah. Anybody that's got a Yahoo email address. Mm. They've got your email address and password. So they can log into anything they want now. Yeah. Oh, very dangerous. You, you do need to try and have a unique password for everything. I, I was watching, um, I think it's Citizen Four, the documentary of Ed, Edward Snowden. Oh no, it wasn't. It was the John John Oliver interview with Edward Snowden, and 
he asked him what uh, pass what would make a good password, and Edward Snowden said actually if it allows you to just write a sentence. Uh, well, that's a good idea. Like, I think I think the example was something like Margaret Thatcher was a woman in like nineteen eighty four or something. She was a woman after that as well. Yeah, she was. She was most <laughs> of the time. But but basically, just a sentence of uh, stuff. Lovely. Yeah. Well, um, change your password. Yes, change your password is a message. So coming yeah. coming up in about ten minutes or so, well, DJ no, Ski and we'll, his we'll special do- guest are oh. going to be doing some vinyl. Sorry, yeah, carry on talking. <laughs> no, just saying DJ Ski and he's, uh, he's got a guest playing some uh, some vinyl, so so you'll be able to get the full experience and not just DJ Ski's uh, brilliance. Norm- well, he can, normal brilliance. He can tell us about it himself after we've had Hands Off Gretel with Be Mine. Good tune.
Hands Off Gretel. They're going to be playing the Mulberry Tavern on uh, Friday, I believe. So, ah, is that part of uh, Rate Good Music? I'm not sure this one is. Oh, is it not? No, I don't think it is one of uh, Carl's. They, they do have other gigs in there as well, other than... Shocker. Yeah. Can't believe it. It's not It's not just Carl, but uh, they're great hands off. Great. Well, that's an older one of theirs, but they're playing Friday, so I thought we'd give that one a spin. And uh, I'm delighted to have DJ Ski uh, as part of the squeak proper this week. How are you doing, Rob? What do you mean proper this week? Well, because sometimes it's just a brief chat between us, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> But you're going to take part in the uh, the Squeaks quiz, aren't you? So do I get a third of the royalties? I, I wish we did, to be honest. Yeah. I wish we got royalties. You, you can right. have th- 33% of nothing is uh, is, <laughs> is something we're then? willing to give you, give yeah. away. How much that amount to? Uh, nothing. Less okay. than nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so um, tell us about your show then, DJ Ski. Oh, this week we've got a special guest in. Ninja. With one of your password names. He's just a ninja. <laughs> I think he's uh, said that he's not going to change it for anybody. Um, we're going to. Uh, he's in as a as a guest. I'm going to bring him on again though because I know he's good. He's been involved in uh, in uh, in music and we've been involved with each other. Oh gosh, going back to the mid 1970s. But you don't want me to mention that. It was too late now. So. You're not that old, eh? You're not that old. Yeah, you don't look it, DJ Ski. No, no. What are you saying? What are you saying? Ninja does. <laughs> uh, sorry, no. Now, now there's ninja. Because he's actually younger than me. <laughs> Um, yeah, so he's going to be uh, uh, selecting some vinyl today. Um, we're working towards uh, uh, developing a, a vinyl-only night down at Sedaka. Because, uh, as you know, vinyl's becoming very, very popular again, and rightfully so. And it's also very, very expensive. Yes. Yeah. My gosh, I was indeed. in Nottingham on Wednesday. I went to a place near the Broadway cinema, uh, and Bob Marley albums that I bought for a fiver in the seventies. Yeah, eighteen pound ninety nine. Yeah, yeah. And those are some of the cheap albums as well. And that's that's, that's for the reprints ones. nowadays as well. That's right. If you get an original press, then you Ooh. can expect to spend hundreds. Yeah, you could you could for a forty five. Yeah, you know, like, yeah. like Northern Soul. Some Northern Soul tracks are like three, four, five hundred pounds. Yeah, wow. Indeed. Yeah, so anyway, yeah, so we're getting ready for that, and Ninja's over there, he's uh, getting ready to select a few tunes. Well, stay tuned between three and five for Platinum Plates, but now, we must race through this quiz. So, round one, geography. Great. Where's that city? Where would you find Basel? Switzerland, Germany, or Austria? James. Switzerland. I would say Switzerland. Okay. Correct, you're both right. Okay. Well done. I haven't, <laughs> well, thought, went- I haven't thought about a tiebreaker, by the way. So, uh, tiebreaker, should I say. So, what about... Whereabouts is the Cancun? Mexico, Costa Rica, or Cuba? That's Mexico. Mexico. We're just going to say the same thing over and over. <laughs> you can't, because I haven't got a tiebreaker. <laughs> what about Kirachi? Burma, Pakistan, or India? India. Ooh, India. It's actually Pakistan. Ooh. And if you've seen The Living Daylights with Timothy Dalton, you'd have known that. Anyway. <laughs> okay. well, Question number four, as it happens. J- James Bond. Have you seen it? I don't watch that rubbish. Oh. I hate James Bond. When a black man plays James Bond, I'll start watching it. Idris Elba. Could be. Yeah. Yeah, one day. If you were in Bergen, which country would you be in? Finland, Norway, or Denmark? Bergen. I'd say Denmark. Uh, I'm going to go Norway. <gasps> James is correct with Norway. So you're lagging now, DJ Ski. Question number five. Where is Addis Ababa? Ah. Nigeria, Kenya, or Ethiopia? Addis Ababa. Uh, I genuinely don't know. I'm going to go Kenya. Ethiopia. DJ skis on with that one, so it's back level pegging. Three each. It's a fake. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Round number two. And we've got UK number ones. 
So which of these singles spelled... I can't speak now. Which of these singles spent longest at number one? Lonely by Akon. Is this the way to Emery Lowe by Tony Christie featuring Peter Kay? Or You're Beautiful by James Blunt? I'm going to start with The Ski. What do you think, Rob? That's the uh, uh, Peter Kay one, I think. James? That That is one terrible selection of songs uh, <laughs> I, I'm gonna go what was the third one um, You're Beautiful by James Blunt I'm gonna go with that oh ski you've leaped Ooh, in from yeah. it's easy to wait to remember low um, question two which of these Rihanna singles did not make number one in the UK What's My Name Don't Stop the Music or Take a Bow uh, What's My Name James Take- oh sorry right that's your answer <laughs> <laughs> Take a Bow it was actually Don't Stop the Music, so no points for either of you there. Nil point. Obviously not Big I don't Rihanna think I know fans. any of those songs, no, to be honest. <laughs> I don't think that's a bad thing. Which of these bands have had more UK number one singles? Oasis, The Kinks, or One Direction? <laughs> this could catch you out, this one. I'm going to go One Direction. So am I. Oh, it's caught you out. It's actually Oasis. Yeah, I see Ninja got that one. Yeah, in the but he's not there. playing, is he? Well, no, but if he was, maybe he'd be doing better. <laughs> yeah, he can't do any worse than us, to be honest. Let's, play, <laughs> let's face it. In which year did Killing in the Name by Rage Against the Machine famously make it to Christmas number one? 2007, 2009, or 2011? 2009. It's going down the middle. DJ Ski? Seven. It's 2009, James. Yeah, you knew that. that. I, I, I could have said about I, I actually read about that the other week, and I, I knew it was 2009-ish, so... Yeah. Oh, well, good. <laughs> Level pegging on five. Ooh. Which song recently spent the longest time at the top of the charts since Wet Wet Wet's Love Is All Around in 1994? Was it One Dance by Drake, Love Yourself by Justin Bieber, or I Took a Pill in Ibiza by Mike Posner? Again, another guilty selection of songs. <laughs> Michael. Posner. <laughs> Never heard of him. Tis a man, I take it. Yes. Uh, I'm going to go Drake. What are you saying, DJ Ski? It's five all. I'll go Drake. <laughs> it's now six all it is Drake <laughs> tactical move right um, one that you should be uh, alright with this is booze and it's the final round yes so, I would like oh, some I don't even I'll be drink which of these alright oh, well which I, I don't make the rules DJ well done, James um, <laughs> which of these spirits is vital if you're making margarita vodka gin or tequila I don't do cocktails uh, I'm going to go for uh uh, tequila. It makes me happy. Gin. Oh, James, you've romped into the lead. It's tequila. Which romped? The, which, which of these... <laughs> which of these is not a red wine grape? Rislin, Shiraz or Merlot? Rislin. Rislin. It's correct. Yeah. It's correct. <laughs> Last question of the round. Which, Somebody whispered. Which country... <gasps> which country is Carlsberg originally from? England, Denmark or Germany? Denmark. Oh, James, you're correct. Ski, you don't even need to answer because you've lost. I'm very well, sorry. Is, that what it is, is it on this program? Well, you've got oh. you've scored less points, so that's generally home advantage. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening, though, guys. This week, thanks for playing DJ yeah, Skate. It's been an that. absolute pleasure. Scott Rulo's tweeted in to say, "Well done, boys. Yet another average to fair show." Thank thanks, you, Scott. <laughs> thanks indeed. <laughs> Lovely. Goodbye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.